Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I absolutely hate this road getting on and off. I'm not going to mention where I'm at, but I am still in West Florida. Had a couple of meetings that I actually had to go to today. I don't know if you remember, maybe a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago, I mentioned about... An idea I had. An event. The event of all events that I think will be one of the biggest spectator events to happen in Orlando in many, many years. Now, a lot of places or a lot of pieces need to fall into place. I needed to talk to a couple of people over here in Tampa. Just to get an idea how viable my idea is. Because there's about four things that need to happen for this event, this idea to promote the new content that I'm working on, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I'm not going to be like other radio shows or podcasts where I'm just going to go straight out and just attack other people to get recognition. But I kind of am. But I'm doing it in a fun, playful way that's beneficial to both sides. God, I, I, I can only imagine what you guys think I'm even talking about. And I can't wait to tell you because when I tell you this is gonna be a great event, it's gonna be an event that's, well, 12 years in the making. And I think you guys are going to thoroughly enjoy it. I know the fan base uh, of myself and this certain person. But I'm working on it. But I'm also being a, a wrestling fan. I'm trying to take it up to the next level. Where when you think, oh my God, what else could happen today? How could this event be any bigger? You're going to be like, oh my God. That's my, I don't do many impersonations. And that's my JR from uh, the WWE. But I had a couple of meetings over here. Because it's it's some people that I know from my time over here on the West Coast of Florida. Involving some people in Central Florida I've worked with and people in the OG, the East Coast of Florida. Because if you don't know this about my radio career, I started on the East Coast with Ron and Fez, worked my way over, started working with Real Radio 104.1, bounced around at iHeartRadio on a couple of different shows, got let go there. Went to Tampa, spent some time there, came back to Real Radio for my shortest stint of less than a year, and then back to Tampa until present day. 
So, like I said, there's a lot of pieces involved, but I, I talked to the first piece. The first piece is completely down and ready to go. Now I got to work on number two. Hopefully, knocking down that first piece, all the other ones are going to fall over into place because, like I said, this just is not beneficiary to me. All parties involved are going to get big rub off of this event. Now it's it's gonna it's gonna have to wait. It's gonna have to percolate. It's gonna have to boil. Just think, we're pitting this. This event is getting pit into a uh, a natural, not a natural. It it's being put in a life crock pot. It's gonna be simmering in there. We're gonna put it on the lowest temperature that you can put it on, and we're just gonna leave it. And then when we come back, it's going to be the most delicious event that you've ever seen. You're going to want more of it. It's just going to take a while. But if I can pull this off, it's going to be one of the biggest things. It's going to help me. It's going to help the other three people in this. It's good all around. So I'm spending another night in Tampa. Then I'm heading back to Volusia County, to the Hobo Fish Camp. Uh, I'm meeting my producer, Vulture, for the first time. I'm, I'm actually excited about that. Um, I may have a date this weekend. Uh, one of the girls that I, I had talked to, her name is Evelyn. Talked to her. And we've kind of been bouncing around back and forth. A lot of it's my fault. She wasn't ready, and then she was ready, and then I wasn't ready. But I think, you know, I want to give it a shot. I do because I like this person a lot. But it's just weird, you know, with the pandemic stuff going on. You got to be careful, and that's one of the main reasons. Plus, I've been way preoccupied with this podcast and 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 living a healthy lifestyle. Not drinking, eating healthy, off the psychotropic drugs, and working out. So. I needed to concentrate on one thing at a time and get good enough at it so I can kind of move on to the next thing but still keep good at it. I know the grammar is completely off on this, but what I'm saying is now now I'm ready for this. And I'm excited because I, I'm almost absolutely sure that I'm going to be meeting up with her this weekend. We're not going out. I think might go to her place to eat dinner or maybe she might come to the Hobo Fish Camp. Who knows? So I do have to get back to Volusia County. All right. I apologize ahead of time, but I got to talk about a little something serious. I, I've I've talked about how long it's taken for my divorce to be finalized. A lot of it has to do with my fault. Plus, I don't think we really wanted to see each other. And please don't think that I'm bad-mouthing my, well, ex-wife. Yes, I'm just going to say ex-wife. But what I'm saying is, it's been a long process. I don't have a lot of money. I've had to ask friends of friends to be able to help me out with what I do or, you know, what I do for a living. I meet people that that can help me out. And I'm not talking bad about them or anything like that. It's just taken a very, very long time. Well, things are happening and it needs to be done immediately. It needs to be done as soon as possible. Now... I'm I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating with you people. 
I have not seen my ex-wife in over six years. It was 2014 was the last time that I had seen her. And it's weird. It, it, it wasn't good for a really, really long time. It really wasn't. Um, but I just decided because it was bad. She wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. And I thought the best thing that I could do is just pack up my shit and just go. And that's what I did. She went to go visit family up north. And I was like, <clears throat> better time than ever. So while she was gone, I basically got all my belongings. I didn't take anything that was important. If we both owned it, I left it. So she had something. I just took the stuff that was mine, that was important to me, and and I left. I mean, we talked. I think we saw each other maybe one or two times, but it's been over six years since I seen my ex-wife now. Like I said, this stuff needs to be done. So it it, it could be possible that we're going to have to see each other so we can be in person because we were trying to do this. And once again, I don't want anybody going back and bad mouthing or saying that I'm bad mouthing or no, listen, I was a bad husband. I was, I mean, we were both at fault a little, but more me than her. So, and, and I lied a lot. I, I, I lied a lot. Not, not lied like, you know, going out and having sex with women and stuff like that. I just told a lot of really big white lies because I thought it would be better to protect her from the bad things and try to handle it on my own. And, and it just made it worse. And, and that was one of the big, big issues when it came to our marriage. This is this is important to her because she has things that she's wanting to do. And she's kind of, if I'm being honest, and I don't want to go into details about everything. But what I'm saying is, is that it's important and she's actually looking out for me. And I had a conversation with her today. And I want to just get this done because, and, and, and I told her. I said, I think we made better friends than what we did husband and wife. And that kind of messed me up a little bit. It, it, it really did. And now not seeing her for six years. And, and I'm glad that she would, she did. She says that once we get all this done, it's not going to be hanging over our heads anymore and, and we can be friends again. And, and I want that because we used to do the most fun things in the world. You know, and, and I'm talking about this and, and I only bring this up because I, I just talked. I'm going to be, I'm going to be hanging out with this girl that I like a lot, Evelyn. And I don't want her to think I don't love her as that in that way anymore. That that's been long gone. That is not there. That is dead, shriveled up and gone. But I would be a liar saying that we weren't really good friends. And, and I hope Evelyn understands that. 
I could be shooting myself in the foot right now talking about this, but that's that's the type of radio guy I want to be for you guys because I want to be open and honest and be real and tell you the things that I'm going through, even though they might be embarrassing or hard for me to talk about because there's other people like me going through this, even though as as fucked up as this situation is for me right now. And I think that I'm the only one going through this. That's not the case. There's other people out there going through something similar like this. And I really hope I don't ruin a chance with this girl that I do like, Evelyn, that I'm going to be hanging out with this weekend. But I want to talk about this. I owe it to you guys because you support me. You guys tell everybody about my radio show, my podcast, and that's the only way that it's grown. So I I kind of owe it to you. It's my job to spill my guts and tell you everything that's going on in my life. And this is, and it's gonna, it's freaking me out, people. It is freaking me the fuck out that I'm going to see her for the first time in six years. I, I I want to. It's just going to be weird. And and I've talked about this. I don't get embarrassed. I actually like uncomfortable situations. I thrive in those. I'm at the top of my game when things get uncomfortable. And, and this is the first time in a really, really long time where I'm a little freaked out. And it's weird. And, and, That's the thing. Maybe it's my addictive personality or my mental illness. Yes, I'm freaked out. I'm uncomfortable and and nervous about this, but I almost kind of like it because I don't feel this anymore. I don't get the, the, I don't get to have this experience anymore because like I said, I don't feel uncomfortable. I don't get embarrassed. Things do not bother me like that, but this is. It feels weird, but at the same time, it's actually kind of cool because I don't get this experience in a really long time. It's going to suck, but I think things are going to get better after this. It's going to get real better after this because that's not going to be hanging over our heads. We can be cordial and nice to each other, and I'm happy with that. I don't need to talk to her every day, but it would be nice to still talk to her every once in a while. And I know that maybe might freak out other women that I could be potentially dating. It could, but it's just me. It it is. I had a lot of fun times with her and I just can't just because we're not together anymore. Say that they weren't. I fucking hated every bit of it. No, that's that's not the case. I would be the biggest hypocritical liar in broadcasting if I said that and I'm not going to so I'm sorry about the rant guys I just needed to get that off of my chest I'll be back in a few minutes want to support the show go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. 
That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Thanks for listening through that commercial break. And one of my friends that I met while I was over in Tampa, my time working there is, is Rick. Rick came over, really great guy. Haven't really got to spend a lot of time with him one-on-one. But he came over this past weekend, and he came to the Hobo Fish Camp, and it was kind of great. Now, Rick, let me ask you. Rick, first off, Rick, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, Tuttles. I appreciate you. Yeah, it's Tuttle, not Tuttles. Well, I'm messing with, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. So now you came over. Now, let me ask you. Everybody listens to the podcast. They hear me talk about the Hobo Fish Camp. What did you think of the fish camp that I live in? Well, the fish camp, I, I first thought that I was going to go to a, a, a nice island. I thought it was going to be an island right on the water. I thought it was going to be completely different. I get there, and I first pull up, and I see Tuttle's jumping up and down. Tuttle, I'm sorry. And um, I had a great time, honestly. It was beautiful out there. We went fishing. We rode around on the golf car. We fucking... Oh, I even... Yo, you can curse all you want to. You can oh, curse. Yeah, no, you, no, you can curse. Okay, this is yeah. a podcast. So, fuck... Fuck, hot shit, piss, motherfucker, asshole, cunt. That I just said them all for you. Thanks. All right, so um, now, when was the last time you've been fishing? Because I was able to help you catch a fish. You did catch a couple of fish. Last time I went fishing was probably when my grandpa passed away years back. Yeah. So, so it was, it was. I was very grateful to go out there and not only fish, but just to catch one. You know what I mean? It, it was a, it was a great, great feeling. Seriously. Now, so we rode around, uh, the water was nice, um, oh, so we rode around on the golf cart, oh, you did get to, dr- you got to drive the PT around a little bit, too. I did, I did drive the stick shift, it brought back some memories. So, yeah, yeah, so you did learn on a stick shift? Yes, my first car was a stick shift, and uh, I, I, that's where I learned from. Um, I, I, there's another friend that I have, we were talking about it, you know, we all grew up with kind of bad cars. The sad thing is, is that I'm 40 and still have a bad car. Was there, when you got your first used car, was there something that, okay, it ran perfect. Now listen to what I'm asking, but there was something wrong with it. It had its like little, like, I don't know, niche. Like for example, I've gotten it checked out. It's a sensor. You know how they put sensors in all the cars now? Right. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not leaking any oil. My oil pressure is good, but the oil pressure sensor sometimes will kick on right when you turn it on. Mm. But if you turn it off and then turn it back on, the light comes off. Did you ever have any, like, stupid stuff like that? Um, definitely. With my first Jetta, that was the probably one of the most headaches car I have. It was, uh, I, I swear there was a ghost inside of it because it would lock me out of my car left and right. And I would have to call uh, AAA and whatnot just to. Wait, it would lock you out of your my, car? Yes. My car, it would lock me out of my car. When so you I, had power, power locks? I had power, yes. And it would still lock me out. All right. So you would get locked out of your car. Now, when I w- was, when I was married, I had the PT Cruiser, but it got repoed. I woke up one morning. Oh, wow. So I had to drive my my wife to work every day. So I ended up having to borrow my aunt's uh, old uh, Impala or no, I don't even know what it was, but it was a piece of crap, okay? Barely had air conditioner in it. 
Now, my wife is from up north. She doesn't like hardship, okay? Uh, the air conditioner was breaking down. Now, the only way for you to get the air conditioner to work is to take your right shoe off. Yeah, I mean, hey, there we go. Listen, so back to what I was saying. You had to take your shoe off, your sock off, and you had to hold a wire in place to get the air conditioner to run. So I would have to sit on the passenger side, her drive the piece of crap, because she didn't want to sit in the hot air while going to work. So I had to hold the wire closed. Is that pretty ghetto? Uh, that's more... That's more than ghetto. It sounds like some 90, 1998 shit, honestly. Yeah, so um, so you came over. Now, you did get a chance to meet the girl that I was dating for a little while. Uh, now, now, what did you think now? I mean, you guys seem to like her a little bit. I mean, come on. What's the oldest uh, woman you've ever been with? Uh, She's okay. not old, old, but, like, what's the oldest? Well, so, well, so listen, you know every time I talk to you, I try to be as honest as I can. Nobody knows who you are, Rick. Well, that being said, I would say the oldest around the age would be around 50, 48. I'll say about 48. 50, 48. So she was 548 years old. <laughs> 48 years old, Todd. Well, you said 50, 50, hey, 40. Around, well, I had to do a guesstimate because I don't remember the night completely. I just know that she was at least 46 plus 40. Now, did you, did she, was it like a Mrs. Robinson thing where did she like proud on you she was the predator and you were the prey um it, which yeah. means you were the impala she was the cheetah and she hunted you down listen that was one of those nights that you just don't really remember or talk about but i am always the tiger so what did you think i mean did i do okay for myself at one time with casey i mean she's a good girl don't no, you think she seems very sweet you know i would definitely uh, uh i would definitely talk to her again and um and yeah she did catch you looking at her through the binoculars. Rick, nobody knows who you are, Rick. Um, well, I, you see, I was looking out to the beautiful ocean, right? And she caught you, and that's even hotter, though, because she actually, you know, was like, you know, she, she's got a boyfriend. She's happily in a relationship, but she didn't mind you checking her out. Rick. Well, that being said... I think I would definitely uh, go back up there and take a visit and um, see where it goes from there. Oh, it's not. You're, you're not enough man. Uh, you have to be a man. And I'm, I'm not saying anything bad. You just don't have as much okay, experience. Listen, Turbo, I got to listen. I am like a squirrel when it's... <clears throat> I'm like a squirrel when it comes to... Oh, you get a nut. Oh, you're going to say the most whitest no, 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 white guy no. trying to be a black guy thing. No. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut living in this world. That I said I'm, I was I know I'm, I'm like a, when, when I when I hop on that let's just say I'm like a squirrel. There ain't no stopping and that's why uh, I'm highly appreciated in that area. So you're a squirrel that means you like nuts. You you're in the nuts then. Okay, once again, no, I do not like nuts. I do like I, you have to make it nasty. I'm talking about pistachios, I almonds. Like giving nuts. What's your favorite nuts to give? All right, I'm going to stop. You're getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick. Thank you for your time, Rick. I really appreciate it. My dad likes oh, you. He says you're more than welcome to come over anytime. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks. All right, see you, Rick. Bye-bye. Oh. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio.
Huddle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, last segment of the day, guys. Sorry I did not do a podcast yesterday. I know my streak is done. I'm going to try to do an extra podcast this weekend, so you're going to get a two-for-one, and I'll be able to make it up. But I also want to talk, and I want to thank everybody in the Bubba Army that reached out to me today to tell me how great it was to hear me on the air this morning. It was really, really fun. Uh, I wasn't sure about calling in. Haven't been on the big show in a really, really long time, but they were talking about me, so I thought it was a great opportunity for me to call in. And, And I forgot. I mean, I didn't forget, but it was just nice to hear from all the great Bubba Army out there that messaged me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. All the love that I got, it made me feel really, really good about my radio career. Showed me that I can still do it. I can still make people laugh. I was able to get that true, sincere Bubba laugh a couple of times today. It was also like, I love doing radio. I've only been on the air a couple of times with Seth Cush, but I've never been in the studio and actually done a show, be able to mix it up a little bit with the one and only Seth Kushner. So I, 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 I'm really looking forward to that. But I want to play this segment before I go while I was over here. You know me. I've been doing a lot of man on the street stuff, but... I just had to interview these guys because I was hanging. You heard me interviewing Rick earlier, and while I was interviewing him, I actually had to stop it halfway through because the guys came up, and it reminded me. That's why I think Volusia County and some of the counties over here on the west coast of Florida are, are like sister twin counties. Because this is the type of shit that I would hear in Volusia County. But the guy got out, big-ass truck, tires, revving the engine. And the first thing he said to Rick was, Hey, man, let's get the chains out. Let's, let, let's see whose truck's got more uh, get-up to it. And I was like, what the hell? Maybe it's just because I'm not that type of guy. Maybe I've just never been a car guy. I just need something to get me from point A to point B. I've never bought a new car in my life. So I was going to leave it alone, and then I was walking away, and I was like, you know what? Let's do some old Tuttle stuff. So I went up, and I interviewed him. I wanted to get behind the psyche of truck guy. And this is the interview that I did. Hope you enjoy. I'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. I wanted to get into the psyche of truck guy. I want to know why people are in the truck so much. Like, I have a shitty PT Cruiser. It does everything your truck does, except not being able to go in the dirt. 
<laughs> now, the first thing when you came in here, which is very manly, I wish I was like a man like you, for real. I'm not busting balls or anything. What I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is, I thought it was cool as hell. I wish I could get out of my vehicle and say, hey, I got the chain, let's hook it up and let, let's pull each other. How do you just exude manliness because truck guys are the man. I'm a big pussy. People think I'm a queer because I'm driving around in the PT Cruiser. Well, I was say, it's not so much as a man thing. It's like a toy. It's like mm-hmm. it's like my toy versus your toy. It'd be like my RC car could outrun your RC car. So Yeah, no, let me ask you. You're in the bikes. Would you rather have the top-of-the-line bike or the top-of-the-line truck if you had your choice? Oh, top-of-the-line truck. I'll take the bike. All right, what would, if I gave you, is a shitty truck going to do the same thing a good truck going to do, as long as it runs great. Now, if, I'd rather be seen in a piece of shit truck than on a piece of shit bike any day. Now, let me ask you, if I gave you unlimited money and told you to build the baddest bike, like, what, what would be, like, your dream bike if you had to go with one? The Joker bike. He just fixed up the one he has. I'm saying, either fix the one I got or custom build one. What do you have right now? I got a Yamaha Royal Venture. Now, do you not get... Now, I don't know a lot about bikes. Do you get judged for having a foreign bike, or does that bother you? I don't give a fuck. Rides like a Cadillac. Oh, see? Cadillacs, yeah. Furs like a bee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have a bike, Rick? No, not anymore. Not anymore? (laughs) All right. So, now, tell me a little bit about your truck, because you did seem like you were going to rip out the drive shaft of uh, Rick's car. I got to know what kind of power you got underneath that thing. It's just a tuned 5.7 Hemi, Mm -hmm. uh, shifting at 5.5, 6,000 RPMs, no governor. Balls to the wall, no no delay on the pedal. Now, let me ask you. I've never had that problem with my PT Cruiser, but you've got to beat the pussy off the truck, right? Or you you, you got a woman, uh, maybe? Or before, if you're married now, did you have to beat the pussy off because that truck? No, I got that truck with my old lady. Um, so I don't have to worry about girls flocking to and, it. Oh, okay. Now, let me ask you. Did you get your current lady because of the truck? Or no, you got it after her then? No, she helped me get it. Oh, honestly. she did? So she's in the truck then? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, man. I, listen, I'm taking my life at my risk. I don't know you. You could easily stomp a mud hole in my ass. I just had to get behind the psyche. I just had to get, well, I am getting kind of, I'm getting a little bit, but I'm still a pussy, so you can, you kick my ass. You probably know some shit. But I, I ended up getting hurt. I bet you're so badass, you got a knife in your boot. Like, you click your heel and a knife comes out the front. No, but there is a hatchet in the door of the truck. Okay, a hatchet, that is a very Mexican thing to have in your truck. No, a hatchet. I, I was thinking a machete. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult you. No, you're good. All right, cool. So, why the hatchet, though? Because I left the gun with the wife for the kids. Okay. All right. All right. I was going to go with the next question, but I was going to say a lot of people in this area, I run in some bad circles, and I didn't know if you could legally have a gun, you know, so. Oh, I can't. I ain't no felon. Okay. All right. I didn't mean to judge. Oh, you're good. But you are a pretty badass dude. You got the whole look going. The tats are badass. How long have you been growing the hair, though? Uh, This is the second time it's taken me... Two and a half years this time. First time it took me five. Now, do you know I used to actually look like a white trash Jesus? Did you? Yeah, I have to go get my license in there, but I don't feel like going in and getting it. But, um, yeah, my hair was down here. My dad called me the F word for gays every day. Oh, fags, yeah. 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 Oh, 
My bad. No, I can't. Oh, it's a podcast, so I appreciate the time. I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, no, anytime. <laughs> That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.